Hey, how's it going? Oh, hello. <laughs> How are you? Doing pretty good. It's a quiet day here in beautiful Boulder Creek. Uh, what have you been up to lately? Nothing much, just researching, really. Looking up horrible murders. So what are you doing your research for? I do my research for the Lady Justice podcast. Why, that's a fantastic podcast. I listen oh. to it almost constantly. Almost constantly, not completely constantly, because your brain would pop. That's that's a fairly good point. But but hey, have have you got a little bit of time for me to tell you a story? Of course I do for you, anytime. Have you ever heard of Adolf Hitler? Yes, I believe I have. Now, as human beings, we want to figure out what the worst people in the world were thinking when they did the worst things in the history of the world. Mm. And this is true dating way back. And this is one of the reasons why uh, true crime has taken off, of course, because we want to understand the monsters and possibly figure out how we can be better monsters. But that's neither here nor there. No, because, you know, if we were better monsters, how would we catch the monsters that were under our bed? See, there you go. Well, one of the things that is the, the sort of the prize of a lot of the true crime folk is finding killers diaries. Mm -hmm. And it is a, a tradition that stretches way back. Uh, the diary is a lot of people are willing to write down in a book that they think they control far more than they would ever be willing to tell anyone, even mm -hmm. if they knew that they'd go no further. So back in the eighties, this is a decade that uh, gave us the best music of all time. Uh, and also some of the worst art. It happened that a guy by the name of Gerd Heidemann. Heidemann. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Heidemann. <laughs> uh, claimed that he had purchased for the Stern magazine in Germany, the diaries of Adolf Hitler. Please tell me they were pink and fluffy. <laughs> Not quite. So he had this great story to go with him. He said that uh, back in 1945, a plane carrying a whole bunch of important uh, Nazi documents had crashed just on the other side of the East German border. And all of the uh, things that went down with it were presumed lost. And when Hitler had actually heard about this crash, he said that some of the most important artifacts that would express his true feelings for why uh, the Third Reich did what the Third Reich done were in that plane crash. Was and it simply Heidemann, a piece of paper that said, I'm crazy? <laughs> it could have been. But when they asked how many were there, he said, oh, there are 27 or so copies or 27 or so volumes of his diaries. Now, this is interesting because one, Adolf Hitler never said anything in one word that you could say in a long speech. So it mm. made sense he would have voluminous diaries. There's also stories that he kept diaries. So it makes sense that maybe Hitler actually did have this expansive set of diaries that made Winston Churchill's look like a piker. There were a couple of issues. Uh, one, when you actually looked at the diaries, they had these two little old, old English looking letters in the corner, A-H. There was one problem with that. In the font that they were mimicking, it was actually an F and an H. Yeah, the diaries were full of spelling errors. Um, there's a famous example of uh, Adolf having two Ds. Um, and they almost explicitly followed the book, uh, The Bunker, uh, which 
and the letter, the collected letters of Adolf Hitler. And there are all these sort of red flags going off. Enter academia. Oh, the wonderful world. Oh, yes. So the Stern, the newspaper, sent them around to some of the top leading experts in World War II in all sorts of different areas to try and find anyone who could verify them. And the first one they went to was a, a historian named Hugh Trevor Roper, who enthusiastically said these were authentic diaries of Adolf Hitler. They went to another one, a guy named uh, Norman Stone, who uh, actually a very famous academic in a number of ways, uh, who actually I got to interact with once. Uh, and his exact words were, I don't have time for this right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, he actually said that he couldn't tell whether or not they were real because they were just so dang boring. And this is the interesting thing. You would imagine that Hitler's diaries would be an incredible trove of stories and, and reasoning. But no, these were just ultra banal, mundane stories that sounded like they were plausible. Oh, I had a tummy upset today. <laughs> yeah. That would, I would think he would say that a lot, being that he didn't eat any meat. Um, <laughs> but what's really, really, really interesting is that after a while, with all these academics saying, no, these are honest, these are the realest things ever, and Stern was starting to publish them, well, Heidemann had purchased them for $3 million. So and he was a rich idiot. <laughs> yes, but even better than that was he kept being told there were more and more volume. Well, that's great. Uh, so he would he bought more and more. And so millions and millions of dollars, some estimated as high as nine million dollars, uh, which in European money is a lot, uh, were spent buying these diaries and eventually 60 volumes of them were purchased. Well, at this point, the the money counters came into into play. And they were like, you're spending a lot of money. We need to have these things 100% verified. We need to have these things verified scientifically. So they gave them to actual scientists who determined not only are they fakes, but they are amateurish fakes. The, the ink that was used to create it hadn't even been invented when Hitler was alive. Some of them were done like in biro. Yeah. <laughs> they aged the paper with tea bags. Oh, this is like a proper middle school art project. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I'm glad to see that happens on the other side of the pond, too. <laughs> and the thing is, they went back to Heidemann and said, uh, so we need to know who you got this from. And he gave up the name of a guy by the name of Conrad Kuyau. Uh, a great name if I've ever heard one, Kuyau. <laughs> and as the backstory sort of came around, it became really apparent several things. First off... Conrad Kuyau was a dirtbag. Uh, he was a Nazi aficionado. Uh, he collected, since he could get into East Germany and West Germany, he could collect all sorts of Nazi artifacts in East Germany, smuggle them to West Germany, and sell them among the, that community. Because mm -hmm. there are many collectors all around the world, honestly, of Nazi memorabilia. Uh, but he also realized, while he was doing that, that it was, since you couldn't necessarily take your dagger that was supposedly con uh, owned by Erwin Rommel to an authenticator, you didn't really have to try very hard to make fakes. Or apparently spell Adolf correctly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
And he was also apparently a really good calligrapher. That helped. Yeah, but the whole teabag biro thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to give him too much credit. But uh, <laughs> arguably, the first time he met Heidemann was when they were doing a trade. Heidemann would, gave him a supposed Nazi uniform owned by uh, Joseph Goebbels. And Kuyao gave him a painting that was supposedly painted by Adolf Hitler. They were both fakes. So fair trade, I guess. <laughs> that is like the most weird encounter ever. Just like, hey, psst, do you want some Nazi stuff? Yeah, go on, I'll give you this. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I pictured this happening at like the food court of a mall. Uh, so, you know, I've got like a toilet block in the middle of like Wales. It's raining. <laughs> it's on on the River Taff. They're just walking around <laughs> dropping briefcases. It's great. Just got like wellies on. <laughs> so they were acquainted before the before the actual Hitler Diaries thing happened. Now, this is where the stories sort of go back and forth. Uh, Conrad Kuyau uh, basically gave up the entire story. It's unlikely he told the truth wholly. He claimed that Heidemann had been in on it the whole time. Heidemann says that he was duped and over time he sort of got got more and more stuff thinking that maybe it was legitimate or if it, they weren't legitimate, Stern wouldn't really look into it too much. They both ended up going to prison. This is one of those stories where they end up going to prison. Well, of course, because apparently there was only 27, but then there was 60 all of a sudden. Was yeah. Well, I guess, was Hitler you know, just kind of like, oh, yeah, hold on. Um, let me just write another from my death <laughs> place. Well, I'm not amazing. saying where that is because that could be anywhere. Kuyao created 60 volumes in the space of less than a year. And if you sort of think about that, that is like George R.R. R. Martin writing all of Game of Thrones books in the space of about three months. I'm guessing it's just the phrase, I hate baked beans in German repeatedly. <laughs> Quite possibly. And then one time he writes Adolf Hitler because so he can spell it wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or he's just transcribing uh, things of the archers just over and over. <laughs> if you need a lot of content, that's where you start. <laughs> well, what's interesting here, though, is that uh, Heinemann, when he got arrested, he had to give up the money that he got which was apparently about $3 million, but $9 million total was spent. No one to this day knows where the other $5 million went. Hitler. I'm thinking it might have been. <laughs> it went down on an airplane. <laughs> Hitler's going to... Yeah, $5 million to buy Hitler's life right so he can write his fake diary. I get that. Buy but... on it, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yes, so that is the story of the Hitler diaries a nonviolent true crime story about one of the most violent individuals who ever lived. <laughs> Just maybe, perhaps, possibly, you know, since the beginning of time. Well, yeah. Well, great. Thank you so much for talking with me today. I'm always, <laughs> always happy to tell a story. <laughs> Please call again. <laughs> Excellent. Bye.